Welcome to the Fish Nerds End of the Year Holiday Super Spectacular Christmas, New Year, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, any atheist holiday you want to stick in there. We're all in on all of them because we love the holiday season and we love our our fans and we're so happy to be here. Um, when I say we, I mean me. It's just Clay today making our holiday spectacular. Now we had a very big year, the Fish Nerds. We've about tripled the amount of listeners we have, so welcome to the show with all those who've joined us. We've had some huge changes. Uh, our good friend Dave Kellum stopped uh, being a regular on the show, although he's still a very good friend of mine. Um, and uh, yeah, so here we are. And so I was thinking about all the things we've done this year and all the fun we've had with our Fish Nerds fans and all of our new correspondents, and I thought it might be a really good time to take stock in our year. And I asked on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram of all of our social media, and I said, hey, any Fish Nerds people want to call in and tell us your fishy New Year's resolutions? And people did, which is the craziest thing. I, I, I'm so happy that everyone did that. Uh, wait a minute. I'm, I'm getting a little feedback here in my, in my headset. Hang on. Hold on just a second. Hello? 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 Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Uh, I, I I hope you can hear me. This is Dave. Dave of the Fish Nerds. And uh, I am so happy that I was able to reach out to you at this time. It's been an unbelievable year. Many of you have realized that I disappeared in the middle of the year. What happened is, and this, this is an unbelievable story... What happened is the government of Chad sent over a special strike force to to invite me to come over to Chad. Uh, President DeBay suggested that I come over and investigate a 151-year-old fish story. I really couldn't refuse something like that. I thought, hey, this is great. A, a delegation from a country has come to take me away to do fish nerds research how good could that be and 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 they took me away in the middle of the night i really didn't have much of a chance to say goodbye or to even really to to tell clay and then i was whisked away and now i'm i'm talking to you from the country of chad in the saharan desert and uh this this radio seems to be getting better that's good the the story that i was brought over to talk about or to investigate rather is from a book, and you could check this on the internet, and I encourage all fish nerds to do. The book is entitled Annual of Scientific Discovery, or A Yearbook of Facts in Science and Art for 1865. It was written by David A. Wells, who's an MD, and an AM, which I don't know what an AM is. Uh, Doc Martin, do you know what an AM is? Anyway, an MD. He put together this book of scientific facts for 1865. In it, there is a story of fish coming from the depths of the earth. And really, the, the only way I can do it... Hold on, there's, there's, a, there's a sandstorm coming through. Just hold on. Good. The, the best thing to do is just to read you the the page. It's page 305 of that book written in 1865, the article that he's written. So 
This is, I'll just be reading verbatim what um, Dr. Wells wrote down in that book. So here we go. The title again is Fish Thrown Up from Artesian Wells. And Oh, by the way, I've learned that the best way to interpret old text is to is to do it in the uh, vernacular of the time. So here we go, Dr. Wells. The statement has been frequently made of late years that with the water thrown up from many of their artesian wells recently bored by the French in the northern district of the Sahara Desert, small fish have been ejected from depths of 150 to 200 feet. This statement, which has been generally discredited, is now, however, proved to be true. M. Dussour, the eminent Swiss naturalist, who has recently returned from an expedition of the Northern Sahara, testifying to its authenticity. He states in a recent letter that he found, quote, the fish in the stream leading from one of the wells, an oasis at Antala, where the fish were observed when the water first rose to the surface. It is impossible that these fish should come from anywhere else from out of the well, for the water stands in no communication with either basin or river. The fish belong to the family of carps, and if I am not mistaken, to the proper species of cyprinidon. The most curious thing is that these fish, although coming from the interior of the earth, from a depth of more than 150 feet, have nothing sickly or mishappened about them. They are of the most remarkable liveliness, and what I especially worthy of note have fine, large, completely healthy eyes. So, so that was that was the statement there. Uh, I'm just going to interject here. Um, I love the way they talked in 1865. That was that was really awesome, and also that they they know that these are minnows in the Cyprinidae family. So, basically, they're saying these fish came up from the depths, and the story goes that they drilled a well in the Sahara Desert and up. Plopped these fish, and everybody said, "Wow, they came from the center of the earth, or you know, very deep." But we all fish nerds know that maybe that's not the case. But Doctor Wells goes on to explain what he thinks. You know, the fish and other aquatic animals which are found in subterranean ponds of the Aldersburg Cavern in Styramark and the Mammoth Cave in Kentucky are all blind. Their ocular organs are stunted, and often nothing is left of the eye but the optic nerve. Some naturalists, therefore, have tried to classify them as a species of their own, while others maintain that every organ deprived of the opportunity to exercise its functions must necessarily degenerate at last and become defective. Now, I'm going to interject here. Uh, I, I, I think this is a very useful bit of information from 1865 that I've actually read in some modern uh, health magazines and things. So this, this is a public service announcement to all fish nerds. If you have an organ, your organ needs to be exercised. If you don't exercise your organ, it could be deteriorating and become defective. That's the end of the public service announcement. Back to Dr. Wells. But here we have a fish from the interior of the earth with perfect eyes. How are we to account for this? I confess that this phenomenon puzzles me, yet I think I have found the key to the riddle. The subterranean basin, 
which feeds the artesian well, must be of considerable dimensions. As the water springs up on a space many miles, many square miles, wherever it is bored. Besides these artificial wells, there are ponds in several oases, especially that of the Urlana, fed by rich sources and from which real brooks spread in different directions. These ponds harbor the same little cyprinidae which rise in the water of the artesian wells, by which I conclude that a subterranean connection exists between the ponds and the wells. Probably they visit these ponds periodically to spawn, which would explain why their eyes and their formation in general show nothing abnormal. Period. That's the end. Dr. Wells concluded that even though the eminent Swiss naturalist said there was no connection, that in fact there is a connection. So, and, and now I'm, I'm getting more interference uh, now, and I apologize. We need Fish Nerd's help, and, and Doc Martin especially, but Clay, please chime in and, uh, and, and help with this. Is this possible? Have you ever heard of another story where there is fish traveling subterranean uh, underground to uh, another body of water to spawn? I need that. You know, really, I have no way to research anything over here. There's no library. It's just sand. I'm in the Sahara Desert, and it's sand. There's no internet. I was lucky to get this radio to work from, a, I guess, a World War II fighter plane that crashed. I don't know. I'm just kind of, I need help. Um, one of the things that worries me, though, the most, and I, I guess as I've, as I've marked time that the end of 2016 is upon us, my biggest fear is that Clay has told everyone I have died. Um, he's just that kind of guy. I want to assure everyone over there that I have not died. I am in the country of Chad, which, by the way, is a stupid name for a country. It's like the country of Biff. Anyway, I'm in the country of Chad. My plan is to get back to the States in 2017. That, that You could call that my New Year's resolution. And to at least do some more Fish Nerds correspondence work. Uh, I've really found my niche as a field researcher. I'd like to keep doing that. Um, and I am very pleased that my time here, hopefully, in the Sahara, in the country of Chad, is soon to be ended. And I can get back to the Fish Nerds. So it, it sounds like my reception is going out again. There's another sandstorm coming up. Oh, my God, there's a camel. I've got to go. Signing off. Happy New Year, Fishners. Happy New Year. Wow. Uh, I didn't expect Dave to call in, but we're certainly glad he's okay. I thought he was dead. Guess I was wrong. <laughs> so, Dave, thanks for uh, being part of this. And, and for those who don't know, uh, who are new to the show, Dave was uh, kind of the founding person of the fish nerds he called me and got this whole ball rolling and uh without dave kellum there would be no fish nerds or there'd be a very different fish nerd so we were we're, we're thankful to have dave as part of our uh of our extended family we got a call from uh michael crooker michael and i are going hate fishing very soon hate fishing is uh, if you listen to the show frequently, you'll know I hate Silver Lake. It's the worst lake in the state of New Hampshire. And now that I'm a licensed guide, Michael wants me to uh, fish that lake more. 
and nothing says hate like Silver Lake. And so here we go. Hey, fish nerds. My name is Mike Crooker from Bellum, New Hampshire. And my New Year's, my fishy New Year's resolution this year is to go on my hate fishing expedition with Clay Groves at Silver Lake and actually pull a fish out of it. Doc Martin, the doctor is in, checking in, sharing some love, our science nerd correspondent. Stay tuned at the end of the show for a special musical presentation from the good fish doctor. Hi, Clay, and hi to everybody else out there listening. This is Doc Martin, and I just wanted to wish you all a happy holiday. <laughs> um, I just wanted to let you know that over the holiday, I am actually going to be building my new laboratory, so I'm going to be setting up a bunch of 510 and 20-gallon fish tanks on shelving units indoors. I'm stringing them all together so each one will be isolated in its own uh, water system, but there'll be a drip irrigation system, so they'll have uh, continuous and identical water overturn, which will be pretty exciting. So I am looking forward to starting some exciting experiments in my brand-new laboratory starting in 2017. And other than that, I'm going to keep reading and publishing. So you guys need some bedtime stories that are super boring. You can always look up my stuff. Um, Well, thanks for letting me be a correspondent, and I hope you guys get to enjoy the season. Take care. Hey, this is Goldfish Dan here, promoter of the New England Fishing and Outdoor Expo, held at Boxborough, Mass. last weekend in January. Check it out. My wish for 2017 is that all the fish nerds, and the fish heads, and anybody associated with fishing comes to the expo, hangs out, has a great time, and more importantly, let's all be kind to each other this year. Until next time, God bless, and go fish. And that's Go Fish Dan from Go Fish Dan TV. Uh, The fish nerds, by the way, this year will be making our first appearance at Go Fish Dan's Expo at the end of January, so January uh, 28th, 29th, 30th. In Boxborough, you can go to fishnurse.com, find a link to the expo to come see what we do uh, live. When I say we, I mean me. Again, I'm all by myself. <laughs> so sad. For me, it's been a hard year. By the way, 2016, a hard year for anyone who's fans of pop culture, too. I mean, this year has been crushing. But nothing as hard as Dave leaving the show. Hey, this is Nick from North Conway, and my New Year's resolution, my fishy resolution for New Year's is to catch a lot of smallmouth bass this season. Nick. Thanks, Nick, for checking in. Uh, Nick used to be our Fish Nerds audio nerd. He's also the lead guitarist from the third best band on Town Hall Road in Intervale, New Hampshire, Diana's Bath Salt. So thanks, Nick. Hey, happy every, happy New Year's, everybody. This is Rich Yvonne calling from Twin Maple Outdoors. We're in northern Maine, your outdoor adventure company. And my New Year's resolution would be to do some saltwater fishing with my fly rod and spin rod, I guess, up in uh, southern Maine or even in Massachusetts. And uh, hopefully work towards my title endorsement for my guys. So there you have it. Uh, you guys want to get a hold of me? You can get a hold of me at www.twinmapleoutdoors.com. 
Ready to have you up here fishing for some inland freshwater landlocked salmon and smallmouth bass. So I wish everybody Happy New Year. Have a great day. Thanks. And that was Twin Maple Outdoors, Richard E. Vaughn, TwinMapleOutdoors.com. He has been part of our series of Becoming a Fishing Guide. I think the biggest thing that happened in 2016 for the fish nerds was the FN West. The FN West are Fish Guy Josh and the Mason James, and they started contributing stories regularly to the fish nerds. Uh, and the stuff they put together is just fabulous. These guys have totally got it. Uh, and I know we're going to hear a lot more from them in 2017. These guys are going to be the next big things in the fishing world. Hey, Fish Guy. Amazing, James. How you doing? I'm doing good. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too. Yep. So, so uh, it's the end of the year. The end of the year. Big 2016. Over already. Yeah. That was fast. I know. It was a good year, though. Pretty good year. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. We did a bunch of podcasting. A lot of podcasting this year. It was fun. A lot of cool trips for me this year. You went to Peru. Peru, Florida Springs, yeah. San Diego. Yeah. Uh, you know where I went? Uh, to a lake with no fish on it. Right. right? I went about pretty, pretty much nowhere. Okay. Yeah. No, I did a little traveling. It was nice. Yep. Some fishing. Yep. Did a lot of uh, a lot of carp fishing this year. Yeah. Picked tried up a lot of new skills. A lot of new carp fishing. Uh, tried my hand at uh, trolling for rainbow trout this year. Had an unbelievable catfish session this year. That was insane. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good year. Your crazy catfish night? Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. I wasn't even there, um, and it sounded like it was pretty cool. Yeah. You just kept on texting me every time you caught a fish. <laughs> My phone was blown up with, with fish. Uh, Did a lot of fish nerd stuff this year. Yep. Uh, Started participating in Fish Center Live a lot here at the end of the year. I was going to say... I was going to say, we, we, we sat around and watched a little Fish Center Live the other day. Fish Center Live. That's fun. Not, not your usual uh, Fish Nerds um, no. show. Very different. Very yeah. different from Fish Nerds. But fishy nonetheless. Yeah. Got some cool fish for the aquariums this year. Got a couple swell sharks. Yeah. The swell sharks went over like a... Got, they, were, they were a big hit. Got rained out a lot for mobile fish exhibit. Yep. Four makeups Thursdays. Month. Yep, Thursdays are a big day for rain in yeah. California. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it for me. Yeah. What did you do? I bought a boat. I know you. <laughs> <laughs> Regrets of 2016. You, I bought a you, boat. <laughs> you began filming the sequel to the Tom Hanks hit Money Pit. <laughs> yeah. Or or uh, what's the other one with Wilson? The 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 one where he's stranded oh, on the Castaway. island. Yeah. Or yeah. or the other one. With Some combination. Phillip, right. Some combination the of Money Pit one. and Castaway. That'd yeah. Be nice. Yeah. Hopefully, I won't get. You could name by. it that. Yeah. The, the SS yeah. Money Pit. Yep, I could. That's a good one. I like it. The one, the one name I saw that I liked a lot was uh, "Don't Panic," but it was written upside down. You know, so if you flip your sailboat, <laughs> rule number one. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else. What else fishy happened this year? I caught my first diamond turbot. Remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it didn't i don't think ben cantrell would uh would approve because i kind of snagged it but oh yeah but it was cool to catch a diamond turbot i had no idea what kind of flatfish it was it's cool looking though mm-hmm. yeah they're cool looking fish little guy yeah yeah all right um i, I don't know what else i did Fishy I don't ones. Know. Boat was pretty big. That was the boat was a big deal. That was your big deal. Boat was a big deal. And I wonder if if the Hawaii trip back in the beginning of the year, I I picked up my first spotted eagle ray. That was cool. Wow, was that 2016? I think it, I think it was after the new year. I'm not sure. It was mm-hmm. on that trip, but we were there for the new year. So yeah, that was cool. Charlie still laughs about it because I talk about spotted eagle rays and how cool they are, and he says, "You stepped in its poop." <laughs> I picked it up out of the water, and it pooped on the ground, and I stepped in it. So. Yeah, it was a somewhat fishy year. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Could be better, could be worse. Do you have any... Uh, oh, oh, I got you a present. Oh. I got you a present. I thought I thought you should open this while we're live. <laughs> live, yeah. live pre-recorded? Live pre-recorded podcasting. Right, let's see. A lot of stuff wrapped up in tissue. Oh, there's a bunch of stuff. Get see the big a lot one first. of cans. Oh, there's a lot I'm of cans. I'm assuming yeah. these there's have to things. do with the recent. Yeah, I got Fish you some Nerds Live things. podcast. Yeah, sardines and Louisiana hot sauce. Yep, those are That's, actually pretty good. Yeah, they are. I tried them. They're yummy. Chicken of the Sea brand. Yeah, I got you had you a, a nice brand. You were the pretty stoked the other day. There you go. Oh, what is this one? This one's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? You like that? Yeah. You have to send a picture in with this one. I know. I don't know if we should say what it is, but I'll since it's a Christmas special, I'll edit it. It looks like it is a <laughs> can of spaghettios, but in fact uh-huh. labeled as fish a holes yep. in tomato there it is. and cheese sauce. There it is. Yeah. I might I may have actually Some gotten a can of those fish, for, for Dave and another can for bundles, Clay. Huh? Yep. Yep. They're pretty okay. cool. My and dad thought that was can. funny. There might be one of those for for uh, Michael Frank also coming oh. in the mail. Heads up, <clears throat> heads up, Michael! Heads up, dude! Up oh, there you and go. Some more sardines. More oh. sardines. Orleans. Orleans brand. Orleans brand. Is this? For, oh, it's not from. Oh, yeah. Orleans. New it could Orleans. be Acadian. I don't know. That makes sense, right? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. There's, there's a couple more things in here. Hang on. Oh, are there more yeah. stuff? Yeah. There's there's a lot of paper, but there's a couple more things in here. Uh, let's see. Oh, I see the paper had oh, glitter on it. This is too. this That's is actually fantastic. the good the good thing. Actually, no, no. Open this one first. This okay. one first. Yeah, yeah. Wow, these Here. those could have easily been discarded. Yeah. Very small here. items wrapped Gosh. in here. Here, let wow. me help you with that. It's so tiny. I know it's a very small thing. <laughs> it's very important though. It's small but large. It's small but big. Uh, it is super glue. Yeah. A tube of super glue. Do you know why I gave you that? I don't know why. In case I break the tip off your rod again this year, oh, I want yeah. to, to be able to fix it. I preferred quickly. my method of just leaving it with you and going here, fix this. Well, I'm just saying, like, just in case it happens Ooh. again. Yeah, something and a nice gift there card too. from my favorite boba tea yes. restaurant in Chinatown. That's right. Sweet. The yep. traditional gift. The traditional gift. Right on. Of the gift card for boba tea. Well, thanks. You're welcome. Much appreciated. If anyone out there doesn't know what boba tea is, it's, it's uh, the, how would you describe it? It's the tea with the little chewy tapioca, tapioca balls. balls in the bottom of it. It's kind of like slurping on frog eggs. Yeah. Right? It's kind of weird. Or fish eggs. Or fish sure, eggs. let's go yeah. with fish eggs. But they don't taste fishy. They taste sweet and delicious. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, Sweet. Full of caffeine and sugar. Yeah. Right on. So what'd you get me? 
Uh, Lauren's still rapping. Oh, oh, I thought you were going to yeah. say nothing, but okay. No, we actually did. Really? Uh, I guess it's more for the boys, too, but. Oh. Uh, the boys don't need anything else. It's a fun one. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. It's something you can do with the boys. Really? Yeah. Other than yell at them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we went and saw Santa Claus on the train last night. It was oh, hell. sweet. It was very cool. It's a very cool thing, but it was, it was kind of rough. Right so, um, okay. All right. Cool. New Year's, New Year's resolutions? Fishy resolutions? Fishy resolutions. Um, I got one. Go for it. I'm going to catch a bigger carp than you. A bigger carp than me. And I'm okay. not going to use any fancy schmancy English techniques. Okay. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it old school style. I, I am. Going, well, I would assume that the English stuff is actually more old school. You think so? it's older. I don't know. Those those like those like helicopter weights and stuff. That's kind of that's kind of yeah, weird. Some of it's kinda, and I'm sorry, but polyethylene or whatever it is, the the oh, polyvinyl, PVA bags? the PVA bags. Those PVA are not bags? old school. No, no, dissolving plastic with <laughs> packed with alfalfa pellets in it does not count yeah. as uh, old school. Yeah, alfalfa pellets are old school. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think on that note too, I'm gonna expand my carp fishing this year. Actually, my wife has really fallen in love with spear fishing. Yeah. So our resolution this year is going to be to do that a lot more because if my wife is into any kind of fishing, uh, I'm down and any kind of shooting of guns, I'm down and any kind of snorkeling, I'm down. And so spear fishing will combine all three of those. Speaking of snorkeling, maybe you'd like to join me on an abalone trip. Maybe so. Yeah. I think it's either March or April we're going. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to go. All right, we'll have yeah. to see. Yeah, yeah. I'm that, gonna be one thing. I can I'm gonna snorkel it up this year. Gonna go back to the manatees this year. Have you Have you snorkeled La Jolla? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You lived down there for a while. Yeah. Oh, uh, the leopard sharks of La Jolla. Yep. Yeah. So snorkeling, fishing. Yep. Maybe try a few other different types of fishing. Mm-hmm. Just gonna keep doing my thing in 2017. Yeah, fish guy. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to try to put money into fish. a boat. Oh, oh, I know. I'm going to fish with Brian Taylor. Okay. I might Sweet. actually I might actually fish with Brian Taylor. Well, good luck to you, too. Yeah. Brian Brian up is where is up, he is or down near Oroville, here? I think. He's up near Oroville. And it's hard for me to get out there, but we usually get it in that direction like once a year. So, but right then on. I have to I have to convince Jess that we need to take a side trip with the with the boys oh. and that's difficult. Yeah, there's so. the hard part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and me getting away, like, by myself, almost impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yesterday, I had the morning to myself. I was going to work on the boat. The kids had a total breakdown, and I did not get to work on the boat. <laughs> that was that So, you was didn't have day. a morning to yourself then, really? No. Yeah. No. No. It was, Boy, the boys will be boys. Baby they boys. They will. But they're having fun. Maybe this year, we'll actually get them to have their first panfish uh Day of craziness where they get to catch that fish. That would be cool. Fish. That's That'd a good really resolution. Cool. I would love to have them Take them out to Ohlone, do some insane bluegill fishing. That would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm looking forward to it. And and not to a lake that has no fish in it. <laughs> not doing that again. Right on. All right, well, dude. That sounds like uh, a year in review and yeah. Chris, uh, New Year's resolutions. Yeah, pretty fishy. From FN West. All right, yeah. then. All right. Well, happy holidays from FN West, everyone. All right. I'm, oh. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm Fish Guy Josh. I'm Amazing James. And this is FN West. West.
And other podcasters have checked in. Jason Sacco from Outdoor Adventures with Jason uh, checked in with us. He's great. I listened to his show recently. Now, not nearly enough fishing shows on his uh, podcast yet, but it's coming. Maybe I'll give him a call and uh, talk to him about fishing. Hello, my name is Jason Sacco, and I am calling from South Texas. My podcast is Outdoor Adventures with Jason. And uh, my fishy New Year's resolution is to actually get some fishing in in 2017 and wet a line trying to catch some nice walleye uh, up on the Great Lakes. Thanks, and have a great day. This year, we also are starting to make fly fishing one of our new initiatives. And our new FN Fly correspondent, Rich Collins, um, has just checked in. And you haven't heard much from him in 2016. I think the only thing we did with him was guide school and the uh, Tin Fish Challenge. But in 2017, he's going to teach me to fly fish, and I'm going to teach him to ice fish. We love this guy. Uh, and a special thank you to Scotty J for the music in that piece. Uh, and that's you can be found that music at ReverbNation.com. <laughs> Hello, nerds! This is your effin' fly fishing correspondent, Rich Collins, uh, from the great white northern woods of New Hampshire, or maybe the seacoast, who knows, um, here to reflect on my 2016. Uh, I'm pleased to say I had some amazing experiences related to fishing. I hear a lot about 2016 being a dumpster fire, which in some ways it was, but certainly not on the water. It was a really great year on the water. One thing that was particularly interesting this year was the uh, presence of a real drought. We've seen a few, you know, come-and-go droughts, periods of drought, um, but this was the first year that really had a deep-seated drought that didn't go away. So I got to see all kinds of interesting things on the water. Um, Everything from fish pooled up, stacked up in very deep pools that became very shallow pools to um, what I am afraid are entire fish populations that are going to be predated on by birds and otters and seals and all kinds of things. So um, a lot of fish caught this year because they were easy to find. Whether or not as a fisherman or a conservationist that's a good idea to target them is beyond me. But it is what it is. Um, I also got to attend guide school um, and learn from Scott Jackson, who was our instructor, that I don't know as much about the outdoors as I thought I did. Um, I had the pleasure to meet Clay and Vinny as they embark on their effing guide adventures. Um, As of yet, I have not decided to pursue my guide's license, but the class was a really good learning experience. And uh, I'm embarrassed to say I still don't know how to use a map and compass as much as I'd like to. Use it or lose it, as they say. So God bless GPS and lithium batteries. Um, while I haven't had a chance to use it, my spot GPS will hopefully save me next time I go diver down in the woods. I also had the pleasure of going up to Maine, to fish up Maine in the Rangeley Lakes region with uh, registered Maine guide Tom Welsh. He's a uh, now a friend of mine. We fished these fable waters, Richardson Lake, Kennebago River, the Upper Dam Pool, the McGalloway River, um, 
and we became good friends. It was great. Uh, fishing is about friendship. So in turn, I went and took my talents um, to the internet and did his website for him at mcgallowayguideservice.com, um, which is great. I also went out with another friend and local guide, Zach Robinson of Rising Tide Anglers, chasing Albies in Rhode Island. Um, while the Albie still eludes me um, on my line, at least, thank you, Weather, for being your uh, true-to-form self, it was a ton of fun chasing them on a very choppy Rhode Island uh, surf day. In volunteering work, uh, I was fortunate enough to attend TU's, uh, that's Trout Unlimited's Northeast Conclave, as a representative of my chapter, Great Bay TU, and learn about all kinds of conservation projects going on. It's great to see a room of fishermen all dedicated to a good cause, um, and we got to fish in some great spots in the Mascoma River in the Sunapee, New Hampshire area. I also managed to infiltrate and access uh, the Exit 21 fishing club and fish for native brookies with one of the founders who was able to catch larger fish than I believe exist in New Hampshire repeatedly on a fly. Um, Brandon, I still think you use worms. I did have the pleasure to work with um, fisheries biologists John McGee and Diane Timmons, conservation officers and other volunteers from New Hampshire Fishing Game on a brook trout monitoring project. Um, we went up north into some wild trout streams. We did some electroshocking counting. Uh, we took scale samples. We weighed and we pit tagged native wild brookies in their natural environment. Wild brookies are native to New Hampshire. It's one of the few um, actual native things left. I was lucky enough to experience a couple effing adventures, um, fish nerds adventures. I went out on the elusive and the non-populated by fish Silver Lake in uh, New Hampshire here. It's the most beautiful and least fishy lake in the world, perhaps. Um, got to go out and meet some good friends of the show. Got to meet Clay and Vinny for, I don't know, the umpteenth time. I got to meet um, Ryan Dubay for the first time, who outfished us all. Um, really kind of showed us what we thought we knew um, and turns out we didn't and then I got to eat fish in a can with um, Vinny and Clay which I hope provided some amusement for the fans out there at least there was whiskey that's all I have to say um, finally I fished I fished a lot I caught a ton of healthy fish from trout to bass pickle to perch I fished New Hampshire I fished Maine Rhode Island Washington State I went out for cutties um, and a few other things and by the time this airs I'll hopefully be in New York State fishing Pulaski for the really big ones uh, I caught more striper on the fly than ever in my lifetime um, mostly schoolies but to see an abundance of fish in the salt was a huge encouragement it is so much fun to fish the salt especially with a fly I fished with spinning rods probably more so than I have in years uh, it introduced me two different techniques and different species, something I don't normally do. Um, I jigged for lake trout and I also hunted northern pike, which was really interesting. Um, I had the opportunity to go out fishing with Tim Moore, uh, striper fishing here on the seacoast a couple times. We did pretty well. There's lots of fish tucked in here, like I said. And through all these adventures, I managed to mix in technology, which is kind of my thing. Um, posting on Instagram, doing video for the first time. I was testing out castable fish finders like the Deeper, the Eyebobber, the Fish Hunter. And I even made a YouTube video, which looks like um, it's not going to break the internet, but 8,000 some views. So pretty interesting stuff. 
Finally, if you haven't figured it out, I had a, uh, a really good year. I made a lot of new friends. Um, I was fortunate enough to meet Clay and the gang in person, get involved with the fish nerds. Um, becoming a fly fishing correspondent is a lot of fun. It keeps me involved. Um, I appreciate personal interaction and um, even some harassment because I plan on being the snobbiest fly fisherman on the planet as soon as I get my uh, sea legs on here. Haha, <laughs> just kidding. But I will pick on worm dunkers. I will pick on monofilament masters, but uh, it's all in good fun, people. It's just fishing. So have a great day and enjoy your 2017. I would like to throw a shout out for the uh, the music playing in the background that hopefully helps uh, minimize my voice is my buddy Scott Farrar. Scotty J, as he's known. Um, you can find him on Reverb Nation, and I hope to play some more of his tunes. Thanks. Uh, Dave Perry. Dave's got a great voice. If you ever meet him in person, just give him a microphone in his face and he will own it. You like him. Wickedfisher.com. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year's, fish nerds. This is Dave Perry calling from Marlboro, Massachusetts, also known as Wicked Fisher. My New Year's resolution this year is to catch something in New England that I haven't caught yet. Maybe a burbot. Maybe some walleye. I'm not sure. How about if you help me? Happy holidays, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. Jeff Donaldson makes his Fish Nerds debut right here. He has been a listener for a long time. Is now our new correspondent for 2017. He's a Tenkara nerd and a librarian. So stay tuned for more in 2017. We haven't yet sussed out what his segment's going to be, but we'll definitely be uh, some of the nerdier stuff we've done over the years. Hey out there, Fish Nerd Nation. This is Jeff Donaldson, right here smack dab in the middle of the Midwest, the frozen icy Midwest right now. I'm sure the New Hampshire folks like Clay are laughing at us here in the Midwest complaining about single-digit temperatures. But for here... That's cold. Uh, so my 2016 fishy year in review, I'll say two things. One is is that I've, I've gone all in on Tenkara. I've fished a lot this year, and 90% of the time that I've been fishing, I've been fishing with a Tenkara rod or a similar, similar technique. Uh, there are other Japanese fixed line fishing methods, something that we can talk about in the future. Um, but I've spent most of my time with a Tenkara rod in my hand. I've had a blast. It's brought fun back into fishing in a way that I haven't experienced in a long time. And the other thing that it's really done for me is made me a better fisherman because it's really all about presentation. And with a limited length of line, you can't just 
try to cast your way into catching fish. You really have to think about where you are, where the fish are, how to approach fish without spooking them. And it's really taught me to be a better fisherman. And I even got to spend some time up in Colorado this summer and got to fish for some wild trout in mountain streams, which was great. Haven't been able to do that for years. Um, ever since I left the West and came back here to the Midwest, the other thing that's been a big thing in 2016 for me was I've really, really, really sat down and decided to master fly tying and finally feel like my skills have gotten to the point where the stuff actually looks good enough that you might find it in a fly bin somewhere at a shop. Um, still working on the little bitty stuff. That's still a little tough for me, but I'm getting there. Um, <clears throat> as far as 2017 goes, well, obvious fishy resolution is to fish more, uh, and hopefully that will be able to happen. But I'm also wanting to bring something to the Fish Nerds podcast, uh, book, book discussion. I haven't exactly figured out what we want to call this yet. Uh, the book report, the book club, whatever. There's a lot of books out there about fish, fishing and eating fish, our favorite subjects, and I am a librarian. And so I'd love to share some of these books with you, open to suggestions for books from you all. And I just think it's another thing we can bring into the to the podcast. And so I'm wishing tight lines to everybody in 2017. This is Jeff, your Fish Nerds Librarian, out. Some more fans have checked in. Uh, Mike Ray and C Steve DeSisco. Oh yeah, Disco Steve. Yeah, hello. My name is Mike Reef. I'm from Shorewood, Illinois. And my New Year's resolution is to finally pull a pike through the ice. Thank you. Hi, my name's Steve DeSisco. I'm calling uh in regards to the New Year's resolution, we got a fish day uh, in the morning at Scorton's Creek. We're hoping to catch the first striper of the year, a holdover. We did it once before, and uh, it's a tradition I've done the last 11 years. On New Year's Day with my brother Mike, good butterfly tires, and we invite whoever reads a post I put on real time. So my New Year's resolution is to try to catch the first striper of the year, 2017. Talk to you later, Fish Nerds. Hello, Fish Nerds. This is Michael Frank in Columbia, South Carolina. I'm a homebody when it comes to fishing, so this year I did all of my fishing on my home rivers, the Lower Saluda, Broad, and Congaree here in Columbia, South Carolina. It was an interesting and inspiring year on the river. With the great thousand-year flood we experienced here in South Carolina last October, the Lower Saluda didn't come down and clear up until late March. The flood last October was so bad that the local power company had to open the spillway for a couple of days, and they released slightly warmer water than normal off the surface of the lake. 
Believe it or not, it was so bad that we still have desiccated carp carcasses hanging 10 feet up in some of the trees along the river. Now, I wasn't sure that many trout would make it through this flood, but the first trip I took after the water started clearing produced some good-sized brown trout and rainbow trout. A few of those fish had been tagged the year before, proving that they hadn't been stocked over the winter. If I needed further proof that the trout were tougher than I thought, in April, a lady fishing cut bait at the top end of Lake Marion, over 60 miles downstream from the dam at Lake Murray, caught a 3.9-pound brown trout with a tag in it. I got out more this season with my friend and neighbor Paula, who is also a Spanish teacher. That's my real job when I'm not guiding. Paula had come fishing with me the year before, once or twice, in some of the hottest weather of the season. This year, she got in on some of the best fishing conditions of the year and kicked my butt with her spinning rod. Well, not literally, but she does hit me when we go fishing. I can still feel the sting in my shoulder where she slapped me over and over while yelling, Oh, Frankie! 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 That's a big old fish, Frankie! This while she landed 20-inch trout and striped bass closer to 30 inches. And then there were my clients. I really enjoy spending time with folks on the water and introducing them to my favorite rivers, sometimes to the sport of fly fishing altogether, too. One of my favorite memories of this season was fishing with Reverend Bill from Charleston. Two younger fishing buddies of his treated him to the trip, and the guys had explained to me that the Reverend would pray about the trip beforehand and to expect him to catch the most and the biggest fish. Everyone caught trout, but Reverend Bill was especially blessed that day, no doubt. He blessed my boat for me before he went home, so I'm expecting a banner year in 2017. And my clients caught some good fish this season, including one gentleman from Texas who landed a huge gar on the fly, something he admitted to me he'd always wanted to do as we were taking the pictures. But some of the best fish I caught this season were small ones. The Lower Saluda River tailwater has been stocked with trout since the 1960s, but it wasn't until this year that wild trout started showing up in the river. The seven-inch rainbows that we started catching in the summer are a great indication that our fishery is healthy and the water is clean enough to allow the trout to spawn successfully. This is also the first year that the Department of Natural Resources fisheries biologists verified that we have some natural reproduction happening in the river. As far as New Year's resolutions go, my first resolution is to get away to fish new places this year. I expect to start by joining Clay Groves in New Hampshire in January for a first ever ice fishing trip with the Fish Nerds Guide Service. Really looking forward to that one. I was invited to fish for redfish in Charleston by a client and to fish trout on the north branch of the Potomac up in Maryland by another this season. And a couple of years ago, Emily Whitlock mentioned that she and Dave would be happy to take me out in canoes on their local river for smallmouth if I could make it out to Oklahoma. My second resolution is to start promoting my whiplash crayfish and whiplash crab flies so the folks at Rainey's Flies can sell a bunch. Some of our nerd fly guys will see a few of them coming to them in the mail this winter. And guys, I just have one thing to say. You want to turn the fish's heads fast? Give them whiplash. Michael Frank, we've heard from before. Uh, he uh, is going to come north and ice fish with me, and I'm going to be fishing with him in Columbia, South Carolina this spring. He was kind enough to tie the pink flies for this year's fundraiser for the uh, F and Pink fundraiser put together for the National Breast Cancer Foundation. Uh, and you can find his stuff at franksflyarts.com. 
Just a couple of more, but before I get to them, I want to thank the Secret Society of Fish Nerds. This is the behind-the-scenes idea Think Fish Tank for the Fish Nerds podcast. These are mostly correspondents and a couple of friends. Dave Kellum, Rich Collins, Christian Groves, Nick Hudson-Swagger, Hugo Medeiros, James Frank, Josh Porter, Luke Chamings, Captain Sean Tibbetts, Jeff Donaldson, Christopher Prue, Michael Frank, Dominic Pizzelli, Dr. Erica Martin, and Tim Moore. And now it wouldn't be the Fish Nerds without a little fun from our seagull friend, Hugo Medeiros. But first, one more call-in from superfan Carl Hayes. Hey, Koi and Fish Nerds. Uh, this is Carl Hayes from Philadelphia, PA, and my fishing year's resolution is to catch my first brook trout. Still chasing after that. Hopefully, I'll get it in 2017. Fish on, guys. Hello, Fish Nerd community. Hugo Maderos here cooking correspondent for the fish nerds with our wrap-up year in review for 2016 and what a great year it was i had lots of fun got to do lots of things not as much chances to get on the water as i could but i I still got out a lot and had fun with uh, friends and uh, coming home with uh, amazing fresh seafood and trying out lots of dishes Um, we had a bunch of recipes you'll still see them up on our site Throughout this year, we had, uh, let's see, a few of them here I'll mention. We had, uh, well, some that went from um, interesting to a little crazy to really good to just phenomenal. Um, Comes to mind the snapper bluefish stew. So these are the baby, baby uh, bluefish, which are delicious. We enjoyed them. Uh, But in retrospect, they were so small and so bony. It was not an enjoyable way to eat a stew. Next time I'll be doing them crispy deep fried. But we live and learn. Nothing's perfect. Also did some crazy things like fetal dogfish. Um, That was an interesting one. Scares a lot of people, but it was exciting to do. Um, Then we had some uh, some really good ones. We did a um, cod recipe with fresh cod that uh, we caught here off the shores of Massachusetts. In an Asian a Filipino dish with coconut milk and ginger and hot peppers. And that's a phenomenal one. That's uh, you know one that I'll be making on a regular basis. I just love that one to death. Um, we also did uh, some recipes with dogfish, which uh, for some reason are still under, underrated. Um, you do have to clean them and take care of them and bring them home and use them, you know, quickly. They, they won't stay forever fresh and they're not very, very easy to clean like, um, our beautiful codfish is. But the end product, when you get it, making fish and chips with those nice white fillets, absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I'll be, uh, keeping every dogfish that I get next year. They're super abundant. Um, they're sustainable. They're healthy to eat. Looking forward to catching them next year. Of course, always have I have fun going out with friends and catching loads of our uh, local uh, mackerel and squid. Speaking of uh, other sustainable species here and ones that are good for you as well, 
Uh, one of the coolest things we did, and I posted some recipes and we had some podcasts on it too, was we went on a uh, wonderful uh, fluke charter with good friends and a couple new friends that we met through friends. Uh, awesome captain. Um, just a great, great time. We loaded up the boat with beautiful fluke, which are some of the world's best eating fish that you can have. They were just phenomenal. Um, we had people get their personal bests and just, we had a, a time of our lifetime. And on top of that, I came home and ate fluke for 21 meals straight. And I did not get sick of it at all. It was just a blast. I could not believe how delicious they were. And every dish I did was different. Every meal I, I cooked it a different way. And it was just just a fun product to work with and just amazingly fresh. And one other one that we did that surprisingly was an amazing hit, tons of fun to do too, is um, smoked trout pate. So what I did, I went and uh, caught a bunch of rainbow trout. So here in uh, Massachusetts, they're stocked locally. They're a put-and-take resource. Um, so you can go out and you can catch, you know, three rainbow trout a day if uh, or brown trout or whatever uh, you like. Uh, I can get them near me um, usually very, very easily, very quickly. So we stocked up on some uh, rainbow trout, cleaned them beautifully, vacuum sealed it. When I had about uh, a dozen or 15 of them, I took them and I brined them. And again, we have the recipe up on our site on fishnerds.com. Uh, brined them for about a day, brought them to uh, my friend's backyard. He's got a smoker. He's really good at smoking, knows what he's doing. We smoked these. Then I took all the meat off nice and clean and made them into a batch of um, the smoked trout pate. Or it's, you know, basically a spread or whatever you want to call it. But that was absolutely wonderful. I gave jars of it to so many friends and family and everybody loved it and asked it for more. It really made me happy. It's one of the nice things about, um, you know, doing uh, the, this, uh, you know, cooking and cooking for friends and family. It's uh, just really nice when people really enjoy it and they discover something new and they come back and ask for more. So that's, uh, yeah, it's been really fun. Next year, I'm looking forward to doing um, much of the same, uh, meeting uh, new people, hanging out with old friends catching some wonderful food to bring home and also of course i enjoy just being on the water and relaxing even if it's uh, alone in the you know piece of nature out there and uh, of course getting that bite on the line getting hooked up and fighting all these different species of fish just a great time look forward to doing it and i want to wish everybody uh happy holidays hugo maderos Cooking Correspondent for the Fish Nerds, signing out. Thanks, everybody. So for me, uh, people have been asking, so Clay, what are your fishy goals for 2017? I've been asking everyone that question, what their goals are. My fishing goals, I just opened a guide service called the Fish Nerds Guide Service. Not very clever in name. My goal is to try to find a different way to run a guide service than the traditional way. And I haven't worked it out yet, but I'm looking for ideas. 
So one of the ideas I thought of so far was making it an affordable way to fish. So having a one price where people can drop in and fish with strangers, and they all pay a small amount, and it may, makes it so that people who don't have a ton of cash can access guides. So that's one of my things. The other goal I have this year is I want to find a way to make the Fish Nerds podcast sustainable. Right now, the way we're going, we probably can't do another year of podcasting with the money we're currently bringing in through Patreon, our only money source. So I've hired a uh, salesperson to sell advertising for our show. My hope is that she can come through and uh, give us a little bit of funding to get this show going. As you know, if you heard in the show, the show costs you know, a few hundred bucks a month to run, and we don't make anywhere near $300 a month on the show. So we really need to, to build it up. So that's the goal, two goals. Get my guide service going and get the, get the Fish Nerds podcast um, sustainable, which means it pays for itself, and then put some money in the bank so we can do things like buy better microphones and better recorders and hire people to mix the audio for us, pay for music. I'd love to be able to pay people for their music. Right now we use... Uh, royalty-free music, and, and uh, we love it, but we'd rather, I'd rather pay an artist. Uh, so that's kind of our goals on the podcast. My personal goal, I also want to, uh, I'm going to learn to fly fish. Last year, that was my goal. I'm, I was going to learn to fly fish, and uh, I failed. I fly fished one time. So this year, Rich Collins will make sure that I, that I fly fish more than one time. And to wrap this all up, I think it's appropriate to, to go to patreon.com. Now, Patreon.com, for those who don't know, is a crowdfunding site. It's where, it's kind of like a Kickstarter for ongoing art projects. And without our Patreon uh, patrons, we call them, we would not have been able to keep the show going for anywhere near as long as we have. Any money we have coming for the show has always come from Patreon, from our listeners. So just for fun, to wrap up our year and to thank all of our Patreon subscribers, people who have volunteered to give, you know, like a dollar a show to keep this show going, I'm going to tell you who's who. I'm going to read their names. So, this is from uh, top to bottom, no particular order, just a bunch of names on the list. Uh, Mike Crooker, who I'm going ice fishing with. Uh, Phil Belcher Jr., we, got, we love him. Ryan Dubay, uh, Brad, no, uh, Brad Close. Uh, Lloyd Rasmussen who's a new Patreon, Patreon donor. Uh, Hugo, Fish, Hugo Medeiros is our culinary correspondent. Michael Frank, uh, Brian Taylor, been with us a long time. Nick hudson Swagger been with him us a long time. Paul Nicolados, Jeff Donaldson, Barbara Ryden, Mike Mize, been with us from the very beginning. We like that guy. Brian McGilver, been with us for a long time. David Redden, also a longtime uh, guy. D. D Redden on, on uh, Twitter, we call him. Uh, James Frank from the Amazing James. Uh, Akito Dan, we like that guy. Uh, Reed Sutter. Joshua Porter. This fish guy, Josh. Big Buck Registry, Big Buck Podcast is with us. Uh, Lindsay Freeman. Casting. Carter's been with us a long time. John Benoit. Don't know how to say that name. B E N O I T. Sue Mumsy Nelson, my mother in law. Captain Sean Tibbetts. Um, Ray Layton and Michael Steffen. All those people have been 
with us. Uh, some are brand new, and some have been with us for years. And with like without all of you guys, thank you so much. We would not have a show, so that's really great. So that's it. You've listened to a whole bunch of fish nerds when you should have been fishing. We're going to skip the regular closing because the good Doc Martin has prepared a little holiday magic just for you. We're going to end with her song. Thanks, Doc. And Happy New Year. Hey, fish nerds. I got my fish leggings on. There's my gar tattoo. Um, I'm officially off work for the holiday, so Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to all you guys. And I thought, as my gift to you guys, um, I will sing you all a little fishy song. And it's from uh, Sesame Street when I was a kid. And I'm not very good. I've only been playing guitar for a couple years. So, you know, keep that in mind. I'm a, I'm a scientist first, right? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Without further ado. Down in the meadow, in a little bitty pool, swim three little fishies and a mama fishy too. Swim, said the mama fishy. Swim if you can. And they swam, and they swam right over the Back to the pool, in the meadow they swam.